Sometimes I lay under the moon I thank God I'm breathing And I pray don't take me soon Cause I am here for a reason Sometimes in my tears I drown But I never let it get me down So when negativity surrounds I know the woman at the well. I come to the well in the heat of the day alone to avoid the sneers and the gossiping wagging tongues that cut into my already broken heart. I avoid the painful ignorance and the lack of loving care. Shame, it is my only covering. My men, they have all thrown me away for those that are younger and prettier than I. The shattered pieces of my life lay scattered all around me, leaving a trail of tears, desperate to be loved, shattered and scattered as my soul. And then, he, the king, the Messiah, Yeshua, he came to meet me, me, at the well. He told me all about myself. He didn't shame me. He didn't blame me. He didn't chastise me. He forgave me, he accepted me, and he healed and delivered me. He fulfills all my hopes of an abiding, undying love that will never end. Shalom! I am so glad that you could join me today. Oh my goodness. So I have a new slideshow that I just put together, a presentation that I um, and I'm actually presenting it in a couple of days at uh, Sukkot because at present, as I record this, it is Sukkot. It is Shabbat, actually. So um, I'm super excited about presenting new material to um, the people that will be coming to the gathering place. So... Um, last show I did with Shell, we did What's Your Rubble? So this is actually part two, What's in Your Toolbox? So let's get started. And let me see. I am not very good at um, doing this. So let me figure this out, guys. Okay, here we go. What's in your toolbox? Lessons from Nehemiah. So for those of you that are not familiar with who I am, um, I'm a former substance abuse counselor. My name is Laura Lee, and I was credentialed in the state of New York. So I've worked in all sorts of levels of care, even um, county jails, which I loved working with the inmates and just helping them to put together, um, connecting the dots, so to speak, connecting the dots of childhood trauma to addiction. So I also do a radio show for healing, excuse me, it's called Healing for the Nations with a Modern Day Samaritan Woman, and you can find that on Hebrew Nation Radio. 
and Heart of the Tribe, Modern Day Samaritan Woman, Mondays at 2.30, and also Thursday mornings at 9.30, um, I do a little devotional med slash meditation message, and uh, hoping to provide hope, hope for people, because people need hope. So I also am a student in Give Her Wings Academy. Um, it is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and I really love Give Her Wings. They are connecting the church to spiritual widows and orphans, and there's a lot of spiritual widows and orphans out there, a lot of, a, a lot of domestic abuse, even within the Torah community, guys. So Nehemiah, Rebuilding the Ruins. So we have to clear away all the rubble before the rebuilding process can begin. So what's your rubble? What is your rubble? And uh, so Nehemiah, restoring the rubble. Tools for land clearing. Best equipment to clear land and brush. So let's look at some tools. <laughs> well, I don't think these tools... Um, would cut it for the amount of rubble <laughs> that Nehemiah had to uh, to clear away, right? He and the skilled team that he put together. So we have a weed eater, we got a leaf blower, we got a broom, and we got a rake. It's not gonna it's not gonna cut it, right? Uh, well, maybe some of these tools would help yeah there's a lot of tools there that i'm looking at um that could clear away some rubble so we are to keep calm and get her done tool number one to know yah is to know his torah so that is tool number one to know his word Tool number two, oh yeah, I pray, please let your ear be attentive to the prayer of your servant. Prayer should be patient and persistent and rooted in trust that Yah will be faithful. So that's tool number two is the power of prayer. So tool number three is willingness. The revitalization of Yah's house and people. The people had a mind to work based on Nehemiah 4, 6 and Nehemiah 6, 15 and 16. Will work for recovery. Recovery takes work. You cannot just sit in a 12-step meeting no matter how great the message of hope and healing and restoration is and have it jump on you. It doesn't work that way. You have to actually apply the tools to your own journey. So tool number four is unity. All hands on deck. Nehemiah put together a team of skilled workers. There is no longer Jew or Greek. There is no longer slave or free. There is no longer male and female. For all of you are one in the Mashiach and Yeshua HaMashiach. And that's taken from Galatians. Sorry that um, biblical address got cut off there. So women of the Bible, Shalem's daughters, builders of the wall, Nehemiah 3, 12, 
the women worked alongside of the men. It is a WE program. We need all the army working together in unity. So tool number five is perseverance. Fight all your battles on your knees and you will win every time. So dealing with opposition, prayer is crucial. Once again, prayer is crucial. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you decide that you are going to be obedient and, and listen to Yah and address your trauma, address your addictions, address whatever he's revealing to you, you will have opposition from the enemy because these are the very things that he's using against us to destroy us personally, individually, as a family, destroy the marriage, destroy our, um, our witness and destroying what he is trying to do to show himself a loving Elohim. And it's, it goes beyond just showing himself as a, as, as a Yah, Yah of love. He is creator. He is not the creator of the chaos going on. And I know a lot of us have some chaos going on within because we have refused to deal with childhood wounds. So I'll get off my bandwagon here. Hear us, oh yeah, for we are despised. Turn their insults back on their own heads. Give them over as plunder in a land of captivity. Do not cover up their guilt or blot out their sins from your sight. For they have thrown insults in the face of the builders. So we rebuilt the wall till all of it reached half its height. For the people worked with all their heart. But when Sanballat, Tobiah, the Arabs, the Ammonites, and the people of Ashdod heard that the repairs to Jerusalem's walls had gone ahead and that the gaps were being closed, they were very angry. They all plotted together to come and fight against Jerusalem and stir up trouble against it. But we prayed to our Yah and posted a guard day and night to meet this threat. There is so much in those few verses. Wherever you hear the sound of the trumpet, the shofar, rally there to us. Our Yah will fight for us. Nehemiah 4.20. So we got your back. They had each other's back. They were working in unity. They knew the word. They knew Yah. They trusted. They continued to pray and they continued to work. So tool number six is faith. The Yah of the heavens is the one who will grant us success. Nehemiah 2.20. They stood on the word of Yah. They had faith and trust in him. Tool number seven is obedience. So Feast of Trumpets, we just celebrated that not long ago. So blow the trumpet in Zion and sound an alarm in my holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble for the day of Yah cometh for it is nigh at hand. Joel 2, is that not true, brothers and sisters? And I love this, this picture here because they're all working. They all continued to work. And they're so they're being obedient. They're 
blowing the trumpet, they've blown the shofar, they've got their weapons and they've got their tools. They continue to forge ahead. They continue to rebuild the wall in spite of the opposition, the fierce opposition coming up against them. In Alcoholics Anonymous, there is a saying that even if your arse falls off, pick it up and take it to a meeting. And that no matter what, I will not pick up a a drink. No matter what, I will not pick up a drug. No matter what, I will not fill in the blanks. No matter what, you go to any lengths to stay clean. You go to any lengths to stay uh, sober. You will go to any lengths to stay engaged in recovery. So you use the tools. We we talk about in the 12-step meetings, the tools. You pick up the phone. You call another alcoholic, you call another addict, you call another person, you call your sponsor. You do what you need to do to get through just for today, just for at this moment when I am being tempted. I know when I was trying to quit smoking, when I had that urge, I would pick up the phone and I would call a friend and they would pray for me and talk me through it. Oh, here, here they are, Tobiah, Sambala, and Gashem. Don't they look so innocent? Nehemiah 6, 1 through 19. When Sambala, Tobiah, Tobiah, Gashem, the Arab, and the rest and the rest of our enemies heard that I had rebuilt the wall and that no gap was left in it, though at the, that time I had not installed the doors and the gates. Sambala and Geshem sent me a message. Come, let's meet together in the villages of the Ono Valley. But they were planning to harm me. See, Nehemiah had wisdom and discernment. He had a connection with Jehovah. So he knew that these guys were not so innocent. Oh, come, let us meet together. Come on, let's have a cup of coffee. Come on, let's have lunch or dinner. Hmm, better take that one to Yah. So tool number eight is boundaries. Boundaries. When I first started my own recovery journey, I had no idea what boundaries were. I didn't even know that I could say no, that I had a right to say no. So tool number nine is relationship. Surely Yah is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. Yah, Yah himself is my strength and my defense. He has my, he has become my salvation. Isaiah 12, 2. In Nehemiah 8, 10, the joy of Yah is my strength. So I like this little cartoon. I just need the main ideas. Okay, so the main ideas. Everyone at their station, everyone equipped with tool and sword, everyone supported, everyone protected, everyone worked together. So let's do a little tool talk here. Your recovery is just ahead. I am going to provide you with a little guidance and assistance and some recovery resources. So there's a tool for every situation. There's 12-step support for all addictions. There are biblical 12-step support groups. 
substance abuse treatment. There are faith-based substance abuse treatment. Detoxing inpatient, outpatient, halfway houses, transitional housing. A word about detox. If a person is uh, an alcoholic and has been drinking a lot for a long time, it is a dangerous thing for them to stay home and try to detox. Al detox from alcoholism can be deadly, just saying. They may need medical detox. So there's recovery coaches for substance abuse and mental health. There are um, recovery coaches for domestic abuse, which is advocacy. There are recovery coaches that are trauma-informed. <clears throat> trauma mental health counseling. <coughs> Therapy, excuse me. Domestic abuse shelters and counseling advocacy. There's the Office of the Aging Elder Care and also self-care modalities. Self-care is really important. So um, I did a leadership conference a few months ago. My team and I put together a free resource guide. It's the goodsamaritanconference.com slash resources slash PDF resources. It is a free guide and it is all broken down in different categories. It's filled with a variety of websites, YouTube teachings, faith-based treatment, 12-step support, domestic abuse advocacy and education, trauma-related educational tools. Guys, there's no excuse for remaining uneducated, remaining ignorant. And as long as we refuse to um, allow the father to, to teach us just, the, let's say, for instance, just the basics of domestic abuse. This is where the enemy is, is hiding, is in the darkness, in the ignorance. And memorizing scripture is really important, but it's not enough because we need to know some resources. If not for ourselves, then for other people, because there's a lot of sexual addiction, porn addiction. There's a lot of domestic violence. There's a lot of stuff going on. I call it the messy antics. We're a mess. We're a mess. So uh, I love to share resources with people to help them on their path of recovery. Yeshua is coming for a mature bride without spot and wrinkle, right? Well, these are the spots and wrinkles on our wedding attire. He's not coming for a child bride. He wants us to mature. He wants us to shed these snakeskin lies off from us. And, you know, there's a lot of churchianity type teaching about women that's doing a lot of harm. And once again, there's a lot of really great resources out there, scholarly resources, lectures out there by Hebrew scholars on how the scriptures were mistranslated to keep women oppressed, to keep women oppressed. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Go to him, ask him to show you the truth about what he says about his daughters. Because there's a lot of examples 
in his word about the women working alongside of the men. Just saying. Okay. So let's play name that tool. So I designed this PowerPoint to be a presentation at Sukkot. So what I'm going to do when I present this is I'm going to have people interact. I'm going to have the people share what tools work for them, share the tools that um, the resources in the area, because we need to be working together. You may know a resource that I don't know. So if that's true, if you know a resource, please, Send it to me. Email me. I would love to hear from you. So that is the end. Um, let me figure out how to get out of here. I'm telling you, one of these days, I will know how to get out. There we go. So I hope that was a blessing to you. And I just, I just hope that you will be able to access that PDF that my team and I put together. And um, please share it with other people. And with that, I am going to say... Sometimes I lay under the moon I thank God I'm breathing And I pray don't take me soon Cause I am here for a reason Sometimes in my tears I drown But I never let it get me down So when I